Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. This is Pastor Jay, and like always, I got something to say. Don't mind the lag, but we're going to start off in normal fashion, and the normal fashion is Hebrews 13 and 1, and it says, keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. If you don't know love, you don't know God, because God is of love. He is love. He's the definition of love. If you want to know what true love is, look how God loves you, despite of what you've been through, what you've done, and what you might even look like. God has made sure to love you with no type of certain circumstance, any type of any conditions god loves you i want you to know this morning that god loves you and that despite what the enemy say despite of what anybody might come against you and say god loves you amen Dear father god we just thank you god god we just thank you that you gave your only begotten son that you loved us so much that you would be able to give your son for our sins so that we could be able to have eternal life god we just ask you right now and this morning, God, to be able to be with us this morning, guide us, enlarge the territory, be in the midst of the room, be in the room so that we could be able to say something that could be able to touch the person with the hardest heart, the person that never heard of you, the person that's struggling, the person that needs the confirmation, the person that needs the word. God, we just ask you to be in the midst and be in the room, God, to give that confirmation. God, touch everybody under the sound of my voice, God, that they could be able to, to hear you that they could be able to see you, that they could be able to start developing a relationship and say, what can I do to be saved? Enlarge the territory for Anointed Radio to be able to get to new broadcasting networks, cities, regions, countries, so that we could be able to spread the word of God to people that's not heard about them, not been able to, to, to find the gospel for themselves and show truth in the word. So God, we just ask you right now to be in the midst to be able to to let us be able to say something today as a reminder to, for somebody that's that that's been really needing you this week has been hellish and you protect us so we just thank you god so god we just ask you to be in the room in jesus name we pray amen 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 again like always i'm pastor jay and you can find me on anointed jaylon on social media um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Clubhouse, all those good jazz places. And you can find my music, Jesus to Make Me Happy, Renew My Praise, My Team Rep, Jesus Slip Away, all those good things on all digital media platforms. And um, in absence of any of the co-hosts, we have our sports analyst, Boss Barbie, who was not able to, to attend so many games that's happening. We got the uh, Summer League here in Las Vegas. We have the W. NBA All-Star Game. We have the Aviators going crazy. There's so many sports in Las Vegas, so uh, make sure you go check out Boss Barbie, Boss M-O-S-S underscore B-A-R-B-E-E for all Las Vegas sports news um, that you can get. Another thing you can check her out on Instagram at ba uh, Barbie World, B-A-R-B-E-E underscore World, and be able to get all the highlights of Las Vegas sports. Another person is R- favorite auntie of las vegas dr marvinetta clay the love child of marvin gay and etta james 
You can be able to find Dr. Marvinetta Clay on all social media platforms at Dr. Marvinetta Clay, Clay Marvinetta, or check out her website, Worship Forever One or DrMarvinettaClay.com. With that being said, let's bring some of our guests on today. I'm telling you, I rebuke in the name, I rebuke the devil in the name of Jesus that he's going to make the show lag out this whole time. Because I'm like, man, y'all not going to, it's not going to just be lagging like this because Y'all going to act like we ain't got good internet. I got good internet. I'm going to tell y'all my bill. And if not, I'm, I need a refund. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and have all of my co-hosts come in. We have Miss Brittany. We have Benzel Washington. We have Prophetess Tish. She's been on a sabbatical, but she back now. And we, so before we go into the guests, go ahead, y'all. And go ahead and tell where that people can find you. What's up, everybody? I am Brittany Marley, and you can find me on Instagram at I am Brittany Marley. And you can also find me at Testimony Tuesday with Brittany and Kelly.blogspot.com to hear some incredible testimonies from the believer, the non-believer, the kind of I want to know about Jesus, but I'm not quite sure. Everybody, so come on over. Whatever, whatever, everybody. It's just your boy, Benzel. Underscore on Washington, 1993 representative for all the 1993 and 90s babies. Yes, uh, you can find me on all uh, social platforms, Facebook, Instagram, as Benzel underscore Washington. As well, you can find my podcast that I do with my wife. Uh, it's called Kiss the, Kid, Kiss the Kids Goodnight Podcast, featuring me and my wife, Valerie, where we talk about all, all sorts of relationship things, marital things, things that'll get you going. So give us a holler. Amen. I am Prophetess Tish. You can find me on Instagram at Fervently Creations. You can also check out my web page, ferventlycreations.com. I'm also on Facebook at Tish Share. I do be in the clubhouse streets as Prophetess Tish. So please um, come out, find me. We will be doing our, we'll be recording this month for the TV show, which you can find on Roku as well under the RCG Network. Amen. And guess what, y'all? I just looked at our, our playback. We look like we're lagging, but to them, we're not. So we're going to keep on going. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and invite my, my kin folk. I went all the way down to, to, the, to, the, to the valley, y'all, down into the crevices of, of Florida and Jacksonville and country and trees and, and water moccasins. And <laughs> Roll Tide. Anyway. <laughs> So, <laughs> I, and I got to see a dolphin. Y'all understand, I'm still stuck. I saw a wild dolphin in Florida. That's why they call them the dolphins, because dolphins be in the water. It'd be dope. But anyway, go ahead. My family, my cousin, Mr. Calhoun, he, he's the other Mr. Calhoun. We got Mr. Church, y'all. Mr. Church, everybody. Mr. Church, where can we find you at? What's happening? What's happening, family? You can find me on IG at I am the church 3 Again, that's I am the church and the number three. Don't put in the word, put in the number three, and you'll find me. Roll tide. Roll tide. See? All these roll ties. Well, y'all got rolls and ties. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, somebody said, oh, I know who said this Duval. Duval count. Yeah, Duval. <laughs> I thought that was a uh, a person like Lil Duval, you know, living my best life. Yeah, I'm not going back and forth with anybody. 
Yes. Amen. I'm not going to continue that. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and go into, um, I have the sports. We ain't going to go into sports first. I want everybody to know that there is something coming in September, this September, um, that's coming on the 23rd and 24th. And it is the, uh, Ooh, I ain't got my flyer in there. Mr. Church, what's happening in September? We're having we're coming out to Vegas. Duval is coming out to Vegas to host the host to host the In the Mix CHH Cipher Show. It's going to be an awesome, awesome, awesome right. event. Uh, the finale will be hosted in Vegas, and what it boils down to is ten of the finalists from uh, the show that we're recording on uh, Roku presently uh, will be voted into the finale in Las Vegas, and they'll be divided up into two teams that will basically get one beat. And they'll have to cohesively ride that beat together uh, to to one thing, and the team that could do that can do that the best, uh, they win this uh, contest uh, for the in the in the mix CHA cipher. And they have so many people coming out for it. it's yeah, gonna be a great yeah, event. It's gonna be crazy. And the only reason I have Mr. Church, you see, I set up Mr. Church because he's the host for that. And if you haven't have if you have Roku TV, you can actually go look at the. CHH cipher um and see how all the episodes have happened they had a bonus round just recently there's yeah. a lot of things that's been going so you can actually go watch Mr. Church he he's the host y'all he's the host I'm gonna introduce God, grace you. of God look at God so he on TV y'all he famous <laughs> I don't know about all that <laughs> but yeah make all sure right. and this is going during during the iHeartRadio festival so make yeah. sure you, you go out there it's going to be a big thing here in las vegas it's one of the first christian events at the iheart radio festival um it'll be at unlv and it'll be at the um i believe one of the libraries here in town if you want more information you can go to my page mr church's page and all the pages of us that are on the board to be able to see all information we need um vendor slots so if you're a vendor and you want to come to vegas and come to it you could do that if you're an artist and you're trying to get on the stage we still got artist slots so make sure you hit us up and we could be able to square you away got that out the way paid sponsorship done all right now let's get to interview mr church yes sir all right so we're gonna talk about this song this this my year but you know about it but there's a song I could not find, and I, I do want. Um, yeah, I think it was called "Break It." And yeah, I it's I did an unreleased at the showcase that we met at. Um, I did an unreleased song, kind of uh, creating a little buzz about it before I release it. Okay, so we ain't gonna talk about it. it ain't released yet, so we're gonna go talk about this my year. So <laughs> this my year, we this part of the interview is called breaking down the track. Because we can't play music in Facebook because Facebook be tripping, just like (laughs) Jay-Z. Maybe both of them be tripping together against me. I don't know. I sound like Dr. Seuss when I said that. Amen. So let's go ahead and talk about this, my year. What was behind the track? What was the inspiration of the track um, when you first was developing this track called This My Year? And I like that you said just how I said. Because, you know, a lot of people try to, you know, want to straighten it out and pronunciate it and this is my year and no I am a Bama boy and I said this my year so I, I salute you for saying that I said it <laughs> but uh, ironically a lot of people it's a it's a very hype song and you know every time I do it you know people 
you know, get all about chairs and they get moving. But uh, honestly, it's a lot of pain. Uh, that that song came after a lot of pain, a lot of loss, a lot of hurt. And so it's really a declaration that I declared after 2019, I lost uh, a lot. I went through a, a very um, serious time frame in my life. And um, when the smoke cleared, I asked God, I said, God, what do I have now? And he said, this music. He said, this music is going to change your life. It's going to change your life and it's going to change other people's lives. And I said, okay, God, uh, because if I can give you a little backdrop to that, I was a, a manager um, for a pallet firm and, you know, overseeing two pretty big warehouses. And um, after 2019, um, I couldn't, I could no longer go to my job. My life basically was turned upside down without giving you too much details. And like I said, when the smoke clear, I asked God, what do I have now? And he said, it's music. Okay. So I'm like, and also I rebranded because my, my name was Rod the God prior to that. And um, he rebranded me to Mr. Church, um, which stands for change, humility, unity, righteousness, character, and hope. And um, out of that came this my year. So again, it's a declaration that I said, okay, God, this is going to be the best year of my life. This is going to one of the best years of my life. This is going to be where my life turns around. And if you listen to the words of the song, it kind of, it outlines that and it states that, that I said to God, I'm going to do everything on my behalf to, uh, to set myself up for you to do everything that you're saying that you're going to do. Because out of the, when I asked him, where do I go from here? And he said the music, then he gave me a little bit more insight as to how this was going to pan out and what direction I need to go in. And, and uh, so I said, okay, God, that song was basically saying, I'm going to do everything in my power then to make sure that you could do what it is that you're trying to do in my life. And uh, so it's a de it's a declaration. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, y'all so go ahead. I'm, I'm so how it. is it that that like making the declaration? Because you said it's a, a declaration, and a lot of times we wait for other people to speak over us versus learning how to speak over ourselves. Right. So how did the process, or where did the aha moment come in to say, you know what, I'm fixing to speak over myself? I'm about to to speak greatness into my life. I'm about to speak what my next year or what this year is going to hold for me in every other year. Like once it comes to declarations, can you give us just your thought process on how powerful it is to make declarations over yourself, over your life, over your business, over your family? It, it's it's if you if you really read the Bible, then you realize that the only thing that God um, touched with His hands was us. Um, everything else he, he shaped and formed and created with his words. So words have powers, power. So declarations are very important. And a lot of times I want, I want to make this known to him and, and help people to understand this. A lot of times when you're opening your mouth and no matter what you're saying, even in a moment of, of tenseness and things are not going right and you say some stuff, you're declaring some stuff. It's a lot of people that say, my life is never going to get right. They said that 10, 20 years ago. And here it is 20 years later, they're looking at their life and going, man, my life ain't right. But you don't realize that you started that 20 years ago with your mouth, with the words you were saying. So I said that to say declarations are important. Our worlds are shaped with our words. So this, my year, was me saying that I'm about to reshape my world. Mm -hmm. I'm about to, this is going to be a song. And then watch this, people who sang along with me, they don't realize that they're declaring it too. So I always say that before I perform or before I minister, I always say, 
I want y'all to realize that we're about to make a declaration. And I say the hook with them. And I say, I want you to declare that this is this my year. And they'll say it. And I say, I want you to say it like you mean it, though. This my year. How many of y'all are sick of the way your life is going? How many of you are tired of going in cycles and in circles? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you'll have people that'll say, yeah, me, me, me. And that's okay. So let's make a declaration. And then we go into the song. And, and I'm reminded every time I listen to it, every time I say it, I'm reminded of 2019. And I can see how my life has shifted and changed from 2019 to here we are in 2022. Because I really was just using music prior to 2019 as a ministry tool. It's a gift that God gave me, but I wasn't taking it serious. And I think that he turned my life upside down because it was like, I need to get you to take this serious. And he got my attention. And uh, out of that came the declaration, this my year. Right. That was going to be my question. How have you seen your life change or even your world around you, but also like your mindset, your heart? How has things changed for you since you made that declaration and you just ran with it? Life has definitely changed uh, significantly because, like I said, I was God always draws me to the youth. So and I move a lot with my career that I was in. we have a lot. Of, we had a lot of different warehouses all over the U.S., and I was kind of like a process improver. So anytime they had a warehouse with an op- with an issue, there was opportunities for me to go and help them resolve those issues. And in that, they would pay for me to move and things like that. So mm-hmm. since then, now I'm a I'm actually a minister of music. This is what I do. I do ministry. I started I started a street outreach. I like to go out into the streets uh, of Florida or wherever I'm at, but presently Florida. And, and service the disenfranchised in whatever way I can, whether that be feeding them, giving them resources, uh, definitely preaching the word of God. But I do that not in a pulpit in a building, but I do it on a corner, street corners. I go wherever I see disenfranchised people at and we set up right there as God leads us and we service them. So my life looks looks definitely different in that sense. And then I went from using music as a as, as a ministry tool to I travel the world now doing music. So, like, my life is looks totally different from 2019. Totally, totally different. And it's, it is changing. I was just saying, his name, Mr. Church, taking the church outside of the church. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Exactly. Exactly. That would be, be awesome to, to even go into the projects and do a whole tent service. Just set up yeah. a whole tent and just set up a a whole revival. Like, you know, not collecting any money, no nothing, getting people that that's willing to in, invest in it. They're not out there looking for anything to saying, you know, hey, let's set up this tent. You know what I'm saying? Let, let's let's give let's let's actually speak to them, because a lot of times right. it's not so much that a lot of times when people come come to church, quote on church are called coming to the building, they expect that their their style of music has to change. And it's not so much that your style of music has to change, the message in what you are implanting into your into your mind, into your spirit is what needs to change to to change on the inside of you. So I mean I honestly looking to get going to the projects, get it pop a tent and and have a whole whole revival there in the gun. It's it's a um it's a, it's it's different, man. You know, I've 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 been in. Um, I gave my my life to uh, Christ when I was twenty five, and I ain't gonna give my age away. But I've been I've been saved and and walking this walk for quite some time now. But um, and I and I spent a lot of time inside the building. It's here recently, like two thousand twenty, when I started doing street outreach. 
Uh, so it's been like two years that I've been I've been on that venture and God has been leading me in that path. And it's different. I always tell people that it will really change your perspective because a lot of times in the building, there's a like a water, you know, it's almost like a a set system. You go come in smelling good, looking good. You're going to get the praise and worship. You're going to get the word of God and you're going to leave. And you really you really and, and, and follow me when I say this. You really don't see a lot of ministry opportunities. You really don't see a lot of transformation in that setting because everybody's trying to look good and, and, and you know. But when you go out in the streets, you really see broken people. And I've seen, I've seen grown men break down and cry at the word of God out there. And they, like, hug me. And it was weird because a lot of people would say to me, I was out in the streets doing COVID. When COVID was going rampant, God had me out in the streets and people would say, man, you hugging people and you don't got no mask on. And, but I was like, man, I believe that the blood is covering me, but I was seeing men break down at the word of God out there. And it just was different. It was different. I, we would be praying and it, we would do it in front of this uh, place where domestic women who, who went through domestic violence, they had a shelter across the street from where we were. And uh, one of the people that used to go out with us, uh, uh, one of my female friends, when she would pray, these women would come to the gate and scream and cry. And so it was, it's just different. It's like a real cry for God. And, and I always say the people in the church, there's no kick down to nobody. But a lot of times you get full in that church. And, and you, you know what I mean? There's no room. But out there, they really hungry. They hungry and they thirsty. So if you drop them a little morsel of bread, they eat it up like a pack of dogs. And they, you know what I mean? They, and they want more. Whereas in that church, they're full. And then you give them whatever, and they like, ah. Yeah, because everything is such a routine. We got the next. There you go. We exactly. Yeah, we, we got that. It's just so routine. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Good point. Well, I think one thing that is a real big thing about outdoor ministry is that there's a mega church outside the church where if you really look at it, you don't have to worry about churches stealing members from other people. Exactly. When you all the people that's out in the streets that nobody want to go deal with. I think I said a few years back where a lot of people see the, the that there's an influx of people outside the church, but they don't want to deal with the responsibility of transformation. Because it's not just uh, one and done, I pray for you. Because you might have to pray for somebody a few times. You might have to walk some of these things out with some people. You're going to see that same person. They're going to be like, yeah, I saved my, uh, that That helped me with saving my life. But now I still got some, some residuals of a process of me trying to change my life. I'm trying to work on my mouth. I'm trying to work on my addiction. I'm trying to work on my mindset. And it's funny how people quickly forget what somebody did for them to get That's to good. where they're at mm -hmm. because you weren't all saved and holy and sanctified before. So to, to be lazy with other people, it just appalls me, but I digress. But I, and I'll say this too, uh, Pastor Jay, uh, a lot of people don't want to get their hands dirty. You can go in the building. And like I said, everybody, even the, the filthiest person in their private life, can come in the building dressed up, put some cologne or perfume on, smell good. And when you're dealing with them, you're dealing with what seemingly is a clean person. But when you go out there, you have to service people who smell like yesterday or day before yesterday. And you don't really know what they're and dealing with. And cologne smell like Hennessy. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. You can see. You see their issues. 
You know what I mean? In the church building, we don't. You, if you see somebody issues, you kind of you distance them. But out there, you can't distance them because that's your mission. You're coming out there to service them. And a lot of people are not willing to get their hands dirty like that for real. I feel like now if you plan on getting at I can't even say it's, it's only the millennials and, and younger generations. Uh, so I'm a, I'm an 80s baby. But I feel like with a lot of us and, and those that are, are younger, you're going to have to be transparent. You're going to have to tell me oh. that, you know, that I that. I can relate. Let, let's be real. I can relate to P Valley, or I can re- that I have that story that I, that I was on the pole, that I was out there slinging drugs, or or that uh, I I I know that smell that's on you because hey, I used to sell it, or I used to smoke it. We, you're gonna have to be transparent in order to get people nowadays. This the whole thing of getting up in, in the pulpit and act like you ain't never slept with nobody's husband or nobody's wife. It's not gonna get. It's not gonna get it nowadays. You're gonna have to be. You're gonna have to be able to say, "Hey, Pastor Jay, look, I I I've been there. I done that. I did that. You know." And yeah. and so that's because true. then now you're relatable. Right. And, so, and people so feel like trying, there's trying redemption to... because yeah. a lot of people feel like there's no redemption mm-hmm. because people get on the pulpit and they act like they already made it to heaven. Yeah. Yep. And then they're like, well, since there's no redemption, I might as well go to hell with gasoline draws on because I'm speaking for self because I remember those times like, man, that's that's hard to follow something that everybody seemed like they're doing so perfectly in. And mm-hmm. I'm not from the background my daddy ain't no preacher my daddy ain't no deacon my fat my auntie don't sing praise and worship i'm just coming off the streets and i know the streets well but i don't know the church well and mm. i think that what you said was the most important thing prophetess is that you have to be relatable to somebody that come from that that world because everybody don't come from being the church kid some people come off the street and just want to know about God. They don't care about the politics of church. They don't care about none of the the the, the bylaws and all these different things that the different denominations show. They want to know, how can I be free from these issues? How can I break generational curses? How can I get closer to God so that I can really start living life? Mm-hmm. So that relatable part is true. That's real. Yeah. But the thing is, and I know we're probably about to move on, but I got to say this. The thing is, in the church, there's really no room for vulnerability. And so the thing that I have with the church is you don't allow people to step into the building or step into the room and be themselves. You don't allow people to say that I'm gay. You don't allow people to say I'm addicted to porn. You don't allow people to say I'm a sex addict. You don't allow people to say these things, but then you talk about them. Like, that's my issue. How are you going to, how are we going to help each other? The whole point is for us to be together. And I feel like I just said this on Instagram yesterday. Like, whether it's a believer or an unbeliever, we are all God's children, whether or not everybody claims him as their father. He is their father. And for those of us who claim Jesus as our Lord and Savior, I'm going to need for us to start acting like it, talking like it and moving like it to help bring those people into the truth that we believe that we take in and stop talking junk about everybody. I don't know. That's just a pet peeve of mine. You don't allow people to be themselves, but then you talk about it. Yeah. And yeah. if they worried about their own walk, they would actually fix half the problems that they have. 
Because oh, most boy. people have the situation where they talk about somebody, but they only doing it as a deflection. I've realized, especially as black folks, let's be real. Black folks love to talk about Uncle Ray Ray and all them, but you ain't never talked about what your issue is. Mm. Because it's deflection. It's all it is is a form of deflection so that people could be like, well, this person got an issue. Gossip should be is a sin. I want y'all to know that. It is. <laughs> don't know why people don't realize. Gossip is a sin. And people get caught up in gossip because they're trying to get people to divert their eyes from what you are doing. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the thing that and if you know where you came from, how you got the nerve to be talking about somebody else? You better come on. Because if if because one thing I loved about Jesus, he knew everything that you went through, and he still will sit there and 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 take care of you. And he won't sit there and put you on front street. But then when you have that same type of vulnerability of somebody coming to you and saying, I need help, you want to act like you you bigger than God. God don't even treat you that way. So why would you treat somebody else that way? How can you love a God you can't see? Ah. And hate a brother and sister you do see. Don't get me started. <laughs> one of That's my favorite scriptures. I didn't know that. I just wanted to do that. One that, of my that, favorite scriptures. First I, I, time. You, you hit a nerve on that one. Don't get me right, started. I'm just keeping my mouth quiet so we can move on. <laughs> Amen. But make sure everybody, yes, I liked how she 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 turned turned it around. Um, everybody, make sure you go check out This My Year by Mr. Church Chitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um yeah. Make sure you go and check him out. My my Calhoun clan family out there on the south side of heaven. Make sure you go get this my year. And then he got this new crazy jam called Breaking. It's going to go crazy. I'm not even going to let it because they ain't released yet. He shouldn't have never told me it wasn't released. But y'all can get it. But, <laughs> but you um, know what? I, I sent it to you now. And, and you can play it. I sent it to you before the end of the show if you want to play it. Now. I don't mind. Now we're going to wait. Cause okay. It's patient. Cause we can play that one if if Sony don't if it ain't released right. That that's true, but that's a lot yeah. of work. We should have planned that before. Amen. Oh, so we're going to be in decency and order, and we're going to move this thing along. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so, so one thing I want to um to say is make sure everybody go follow Mr. Church. If you have not, yeah. make sure you share, like, subscribe. I know I haven't did my paid commercials, but we're going to do them right now. If you need a gospel song to get you through if you need a christian hip-hop song to jam in the car make sure you download the anointed radio app a 24-hour gospel where you could be able to get all of your christian needs from christian hills hill song to christian hip-hop to gospel to quartet to all that good stuff that your grandmama used to play download the anointed radio app make sure you follow us at the anointed radio lv anointed radio on all social media platforms and make sure that if you want to be a seed, sow a seed, plant a seed in Anointed Radio because we do it for free. You could go ahead and put a in the cash app, Anointed Radio Network, and, and, and bless the same man. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and go into the internet phrase. But that was breaking down the track, breaking down the track of This Is My Year by Mr. Church. Make sure you go get it. Go buy it. for How much is it? One ninety nine, one forty nine. How much? I think right now it's 99 cent. 99 cent. Come on, somebody. Come on. Y'all Come on, get you. Ten dollars. You could go ahead and get, get everybody get one dollar worth. You know that you get a dollar 
uh, burger, you could get this song. And this song going to be able to change your life because this is your year to change wow. and be able to do some things and see things differently and start making the declarations where you could be at the gym like this my year you're gonna get skinny this my year i'm gonna get some muscle this my year i'm gonna get married this my year i'm gonna buy that house this my year i'm gonna get that car all these things you've been trying to declare over your life you need to get that song this my year i'm just saying this your year and, and, and it will give you as a, a constant reminder of God's promises. Amen. Because he's Amen. always going to make sure that this is going to be your year. With that being said, we're going to go into the interview phase where we're going to do a Pastor Jay icebreaker question. Let's get it. And it's summertime. Summertime fine. And when I was a kid, I always loved me some cool cups. That was my favorite summer treat. So my question to you, Mr. Church. Oh, boy. What is your favorite summer treat? Woo! I love you snack. Pick one. I was about to say, you saw me. I looked up because I love a snack. Now, snacking is one of my things I'm trying to break. Um, But there's an ice cream out there, right? And it's called Two Step. And it's got chocolate chip cookie dough. And it's mixed with Oreo uh Ice cream or your or your cookie ice cream. So man, that's my blow. Two that's two step. step. Yeah, it's called two step. That thing who, who made by uh I think it's made by Bluebell. I knew you was gonna say Bluebell. We got Bluebell in Vegas. Blue. I'm about to go buy it tomorrow. Thank you. I just need the confirmation. Man, that thing gonna change your life now. Man, that, <laughs> you said that I said I heard that before and blue it gotta be bluebell. That thing bluebell is, is the devil. I want everybody to know if anybody got a diet or anything that you're working on, a detox or trying to get your life together, bluebell will sit here. But there's another ice cream that, that Ben's wife works for. Um, and that one is addicting too. And they make delicious ice cream. But anyway, back to the interview. So bluebell ice cream two step. Now I two know step. and it's in a blue container. Blue container. Yeah, yep, it's in the blue I container. Have never heard of it. Yep. I'm, I'm Check definitely. it out. It'll change your life. I'm checking that out. So let's you you said a lot, but let's kind of introduce some people to you, kind of okay. reintroduce to others, you know, Mr. Church. Um, go ahead and tell people where you're from and where do you reside now? Okay. Alabama born. Uh, but my dad was military, so um, I, I spent no longer than six months in Alabama, living anyways. Uh, moved to a little small town called Valdosta, Georgia, and then to Anchorage, Alaska. Spent a few years in Anchorage, Alaska. After that, kind of came back. I'm old enough to go to college, start my own career, traveled the world with my career, and, um, and through ministry, um, I landed up in Jacksonville, Florida. I love jacksonville to life man it's family you got the beach you got the city you got florida you know disney world right up the road um so i presently reside in jacksonville florida or for those who know duval <laughs> y'all understand how many times i heard that <laughs> i thought it was it was gang calls or something like you know when you go to LA, you know, Really? I was like, hey, you like what? Should I leave? Like, am I in the right? What's going on here? <laughs> so, what was one of the things that got you inspired? What was somebody that inspired you to really get into music? 
Uh, so music, I, I, you know, I really can't pinpoint anything. It's like a gift. This is what I used to do. So I've, I think God has always been like dealing with me because I can listen to a secular song. And I've done this when I was a little boy and I would convert it to something positive. All the time I used to do that, and I never thought anything about it um, until I, uh, oh, there we go. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So fast forward, I, um, 2009, actually, I had a wife that passed, lost a wife. I ended up moving uh, to small city, one of Roberts, Georgia, and uh, I'm out in there. I picked up photography, and uh, when I picked up photography, it took me to the clubs. I'm out in the club. I meet a DJ that's Christian. But he got the same story as me. His is something that he could do. Got him kind of in the world. And uh, after after the, the club shut down, we end up getting in a conversation, and it led to God. And he told me about this church. So I go to this church, and I felt like I met ah, this dude. He really changed my life, man. Pastor Troy Wynn, senior. Everything about his church ministry was like it fit me. I don't know if y'all know who UGK is, but UGK is a secular rap group that I was listening to when I was out in the world, and that was the name of his church. It was UGK, but it stood for United God's Kingdom. And uh, and his name was Pastor Troy Wynn, which I don't know if you know, Pastor Troy is a rapper, secular rapper, right? So I was like, boy, I ought to find my spot. You know what I mean? He, he was that type of pastor, like, he was greedy. And uh, so anyways, he was the youth pastor at his father's church, but he had a guy that let him to start his own church, and, and our paths had met around this time. So he kind of set a mandate out there. I kind of instantly became a leader, and he set a mandate out there that that uh, his his youth services was not up to par. And uh, he kind of put it out there like, "Who gonna grab the bull by the horns?" And I said, "I grab it." So basically, I spearheaded the next youth service, and out of that, I had I had a friend or a homeboy, or a spiritual brother that you know I had recently met. So I said, "Hey, bro, let's do a rap song." He was like, "I bet." So we took. Uh, old secular song, and we revised it Christian. And the song was uh, by an artist named Archie Eversall, and it was We Ready. I don't know. It was an anthem. We ready. So we flipped it to We Praise Him. We praise Him. Oh, man. The whole church went ballistic, and that was the birth of uh, my rap career. <laughs> we praise him. Yeah. I know, right? Like, we praise him. Man, the whole church went crazy. And that was the birth of my rap career. That thing will be stuck in my head for the next couple of years. <laughs> I got it recorded. I can send it to you. Hey, you have to send it to me. I'm going to send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, yeah. I know you said that God had been working on you, I guess, yeah. since childhood and all that stuff. But is there a specific moment where you just tapped in so clearly that you knew that you were walking in your purpose with music? Um, I would say 2020, right? Because 2019, everything is flipped upside down. I'm crying like a baby. God, where do I go? And he said it's music, right? So I say about mid 2020, because I recorded, I recorded um Life Got Crazy, October 2019. I recorded three songs that are still working for me to this day. I recorded three songs in December 2019. The first that I laid out with was this my year. And by June, I was going to award shows. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, it happened just that fast. By June, I had my um, I, I had a pastor friend of mine that I know his wife was doing music, and I took this my year to them, and they was like, "Whoa, you got some," and they was like, "You know, we do this and we do that," and they invited me to my first award show. I went to the award show and I did a showcase, and like when everybody heard it, like they people was like, "I need it for radio." We need you at this show. So it was like two thousand by June two thousand twenty. God was uh making do or making well on His promise, and mm-hmm. from there it's just been going. So I would say by June two thousand twenty, I was like, okay, God, I kind of see it. I see it. Okay, it's still now, now. Now hear me with this. It's still a process though, because any 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 gift that God gives you or any vision, anything, He declares that you have to be a good steward over that. And being a good steward means that you're going to have highs and lows. You're going to have tests and trials. And you got to still be able to go through that and hold tight to the vision that God has given you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that's why I, went, I wanted to make that clear because a lot of people think, okay, God gave me something. I'm starting to see the fruit of it. And, oh, man, I'm sliding in the home base. Mm-hmm. The devil is a lie. Nah, mm-hmm. it's still a lot of work to be done. So so uh, I see, I see, I see. You have like a huge burden when it comes to, uh, 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 I guess, uh, being an evangelist. That's that's what it seems like. It seems like yeah. there's a, 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 a evangelist spirit that's inside of you, where it, it's it's not really of like a, a situation where it just came. I feel like you've had it for a long time. Just hearing what you're saying and everything like that. So as you're going out and you're you know you're, you're evangelizing, you're talking, you're speaking, you're 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 doing your craft. What's the what's the what's the, the the motivation that push that even when the days that you might not feel it? What's those what's those days? What's those things that kind of you know get you to that? I I, it's, I love that you said that uh, because I'm the type of person again. Like I said, God has like been dealing with me for like all my life, and you when you look back, it's when you really get to see that okay, God was dealing with me because when I see pain forever, if I rode by a homeless person, it would I would re- literally tear up. Even as a little boy, my dad looked back in the seat one time and we were in an area where it was like, we was in Atlanta. It was homeless people everywhere. And my dad was like, look back, just kind of glancing the car and he's like, boy, what's wrong with you? And I'm back there crying. And I'm like, dad, these people sleeping on the street. Like, that's horrible. You know, we're fortunate that we get a, we got a roof over here. We got food. And man, these people are literally covered up on the street or it's broad daylight and they laying on a church stairs just out with no cover no nothing right so what what keeps me motivated is that that just god has something uh uniquely placed in me that that bothers that bothers me when i see um disenfranchised people or when i see needs it bothers me so i don't know man it's like he's he he put it in my dna to just be able to do something about that or like for that to be something that always bothers me so that keeps me motivated because as long as i see disenfranchised people there's work to be done mm-hmm. there's something that could be done if, if it's just a bottle of water i'll do that mm-hmm. sometimes i go out there now with a cooler and waters and i just pass out waters you know what i mean because you never know you never know what these people are going through and i just seen people tear up from waters mm-hmm. they're like man people somebody got up out their bed and came with a cooler full of water just to make sure we good that means a lot to somebody so that's that's gonna always be a motivation for me, and I think that's the way God just you know made me and designed me. Man, yeah. Man, that that was deep. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I mean, love that because it's like you put God put so many things in you and me and all of us to make up the body, the head, the hmm. arm, the leg. You know what I mean? So that specific thing for you, the disenfranchised, for me, is the people who have been church hurt. Like it's something wow. about the unbeliever. It just draws me. He like gave me a heart for that. And so when you said that, it reminded me what he put inside of me. And I just love how he just orchestrates it all and just uses all of us. When we tap into the calling that he's given us. Oh, yeah. Come on. And you got to tap in and stay tapped in because mm-hmm. a lot of situations could be able to get you distracted. If you realize the enemy don't use all these fancy things, he just used distractions. He gets you busy where you can't focus truly on fasting. You can't tr- focus truly on praying. You're not really doing what you're supposed to do. You're getting lazy and complacent after the time of being distracted. Next you know it, you ain't doing nothing at all. So it's just kind of like it's a you have to stay tapped in. You got to stay in it. Even if sometimes you're just like, man, I ain't always trying to be tapped in. You need to because that's your hedge of protection. That's good. Because we'll show you. That's and, and then even even a little bit deeper, Pastor Jay. That's crazy because God been dealing with me about that, right? The mission can give. I mean, not the mission. The enemy can give you fake assignments too, and yes. I want people to be aware of that. You got to use discernment even in what you take on, right? I have a lot of people from Africa, right, that stay in my messenger inbox, mm-hmm. and they're trying to get me to come over there and be the bishop over their church, and uh, we want you to be our apostle. And I'm like, hey, I'm I'm not called to that, man. That's not. And they get frustrated with me, right? And it's, it's moments where I just said, well, should I? And they're like, man, we want you to come over or just teach us the word of God. But I have to remind myself that God give you grace for what he called you to. Yeah. And when I look at it, when they say, can you send us money to do this and do that? And I look at my account, I'm like, well, no, nah, I can't do that because I'm doing I'm doing work over here. He's graced me for my work over here. And I say, no, nah, I can't do that. And they get frustrated with me. But I'm glad that God reminds me, son, that's not your assignment. And it's not. And even if it is your assignment. It's not your timing because anything that God calls you to, he, he gives you provision for. And a lot of people are taking on assignments that you don't even have provision for. And you're wondering why you stressed out, your pockets tapped out, and you can't figure out what's going on. That's because you took on an assignment that you wasn't graced for. You took on something that the enemy gave you. Sometimes we forget there's a difference between being under God's perfect will and under his permissive will. And so a lot of things that some of us are doing, we're in his permissive will. He's allowing us to do it, but it's not part of his perfect will for us. And so now we didn't, our GPS, our spiritual GPS is current, is constantly rerouting, rerouting, trying to get us back on the path. Because now, um, as I was saying, like we we become busy, busy under Satan's joke. Did he tell you to go back to school? Did he tell you to start that ministry? Did he tell you to do X, Y, and Z? No, some of the stuff we see other people doing it. And then we get this, mm-hmm. this me too spirit that says, oh, well, they doing that and I can do that. Yes, you may can do it, but are you anointed for it? Did he call you to do it? Did That's he good. tell you to do it? You know, um, like, like, uh, busy, Denzel, how Denzel has, Washington, Mr. Washington, <laughs> you know, like he, he has the marriage ministry. Yes, I've been married. I'll be um, within a couple of days, be married for 18 years. But did he call me to start my marriage ministry right now? No, that's something that yeah. is further down the, the road. And I understand that it is a perfect timing for mm-hmm. that. And if I come out, if I if I do it in the wrong timing, in the wrong season, then I risk 
hurting someone more than what I will helping them. I will hinder them in their marriage than what I will actually do in, in, in helping their marriage survive. Yes, uh, I mean, Pastor Jay can tell you, we have the stories. We didn't been through. We didn't been through the hell and the high water. But is it my time to tell it? No, it is not my time to start my marriage ministry right now. It's Mr. Washington season. That's Listen, good. Prophet Decision came through. Okay, <laughs> came through. He was gone for a minute and came back with the bullets. Wow. So, all right. <laughs> so one thing that that I, I was talking about earlier this week, and, and it kind of ties into what you're saying, Prophet, is, is that a lot of times we ignore the things that we need to be doing because we're trying to stay up with the times. We're trying yeah. to stay up with what everybody else is doing. God told you to go right. You ain't wrote one page yet, but God told you to go right. God told you to go develop this this situation that you're developing. You ain't even did the planning phase. What did God, what the Bible says says make the plan and I'll order your steps. But if you ain't wrote the plans, He can't order your steps yet. And you gotta That's think true. about it. How you what plan? Where is He? he God's not gonna bless no mess. If, if, if we get to the point of understanding yeah. that God is of decency and in order, and we have to realize that God is not going to sit here and give you all this stuff to make you more confused because he's and, not and, author of confusion. Come on, Pastor Jay. And also, also, one more tidbit. Don't be so consumed with time. You know, people are, people are like, like uh, Prophetess Tis says, People watch somebody else do something and then they want to do it. And they want they want that instantaneous uh gratification or happiness or whatever. Mm -hmm. You think that okay, I'm 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 gonna start it today and it's gonna blossom tomorrow. Um and if not, then oh, this ain't it. Don't be so consumed with time. David was anointed king, like I think it was 17 years before he actually became king. And anointed three separate times. Come on now. Hey, so, that oil was poured on him several times. Come and on. Sometimes sometime we will get our calling, we will get our assignment, and we begin to move straight out. No, sometimes we have Take to wait time. time. Exactly. So, so I, I, I knew, hey, I'm a prophet, but am I supposed to be up there in somebody's church, simply a prophet? Am I, am I supposed to be moving in the office of a prophet? It's the difference between someone that can prophesy and a prophet and office. somebody that works in the office of you a prophet. Preach. So am I supposed to be moving straight out in it? No, sometimes sometime we have to sit in that oven a little bit mm -hmm. longer and be cooked and be, mm -hmm. uh, but we want that microwave anointing. I'm going to be quiet. Yeah. Let me be my mind. Uh -uh, you own it. You own it. And the process is preparing. You ain't, gonna, you ain't gonna just come and be gone for two shows and then come back and then be just preaching. Right. I don't know what she you went in. She you, in. You went to the mountain moment. Okay, I see what I see what you out there doing. Mm -hmm. Amen. Um, one thing I could definitely say is going back into Mr. Church is that what are some future projects you got coming out soon that um, you about to be doing? All right, so I got a, I got I got a few things cooking in the oven, uh, and it's it's I've been I've been cooking them for a minute, but it's about that time to release them, and it's crazy that we're having this conversation because even in that man, I I could be sitting on stuff for years. I I've been working three songs for. I try to tell dudes this, like that release songs. Oh, and I said, man, listen, let it work. I've been working three songs since for since 2020, but I got a, a, a artist development. It's like a label. But I really don't want it to be. I want it to be a label by, by meaning I'm not going out looking for artists. I want to take what God has brought me through and the and the, and the um, understanding and knowledge and wisdom that I've acquired over time, 
and I want to help other artists not get their head knocked off so much, right? So it's really artist development, but if, if you end up, uh, after you've been serviced, if you like what we got going on and you want to be a part of what we got going on, then that's how I want you to, to uh, join the label. It's not like I'm recruiting. I'm assisting and helping. And then if you end up want to be part of this family, then you are. But the label is, is called Art Music Group, and Art is an acronym for Always Repping True. So that's one project that I'm about to release. Uh, this my year got picked up for a movie. So I'm excited about that. A movie that's about to be released end of this year, early 2023. So that's uh, something that I'm working on. Um, of course, the CHA Cypher Show, we got that coming up. Um, so I'm excited about that. That's big for artists, you know what I mean? So that's big for artists that are coming up and, and looking to get their self exposed. And I'm glad to be a part of that. And then I'm looking to birth out a tour. Like I want to, I want to probably start the tour, tour early, uh, 2023. And it's called a get it back in blood tour. And the significance behind that is nobody got it back in blood. Like Jesus does. God always has me on these missions to take what the enemy's trying to pervert and flip it. And Pooh had a song called get it back in blood. And it was all about going out and killing somebody. And I was listening to it one day because I want to stay relevant. I don't listen to it like that, but I listened to this stuff to see what the youth are listening to. And God began to minister to me. And he said, nobody got it back in blood like Jesus. He used his own blood and he redeemed the whole world. So take start a tour and call it the get it back in blood tours and conferences because he already had get it back in blood, probably had it, you know, copyrighted, all that stuff. So if I add tours and conferences on it, then I'm good to go with it. And uh, the theme is, you know, make sure the world understand how Jesus used his blood to redeem us. He got it back in blood. Pushy, there ain't no getting it back in blood. So that's a few things we got going on. Hey, that, sir. Facts. Facts. All I can say is facts. Man, with that being said, everybody, make sure you guys go and follow my kinfolk. Come on. Mr. Church. Out there in Duval, man, you almost sound like a Duvalian. Yeah, <laughs> you almost got it. Yeah. <laughs> see, I stay out there for four days and see what and you almost got it. A little bit, just a little bit. With that being said, I want everybody to make sure that you download the Anointed Radio app. If you just joining in, uh, share, like, subscribe. All my YouTube people, subscribe. If you're on Facebook, like our page. Every time we go live, every time we have a post, you will get notified. Make sure that you go and share. Follow all of us on the stage. Just be like Clubhouse today. Amen. In 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 the in the good references of Prophetess Tish, because she came into the interview and killed it today. It's Clubhouse. Make sure you follow everybody on the stage that is on the stage. And if you do not, make sure you download the Anointed Radio app and follow our club called Anointed Radio on all social media platforms. With that being said, one thing I want to just say is this. And I don't think I said this enough. I wanted to first thank my team. I want to thank y'all. I'm publicly go out there and give flowers where it's due. I thank the anointed radio team quite well. If people have known, even the ones in absence, Chiquita, uh, um, Dr. Clay and um, uh, Boss Barbie, all you guys are truly appreciated. Um, anointed radio has been going into the world since 2017 we've survived covid we survived haters we've survived people <laughs> to, to support 
or make an imitation of anointed radio, but what God provides, no one could tear down. And I just thank everybody um, that is supporting us, that has been with us. We we got awards. We've been nominated, stellar nominated. We didn't win, though. It is what it is. Anyway, so I'm just appreciative of all my team members for y'all and what y'all have done and what y'all contribute. And if you haven't um, followed them, make sure you go follow them. I've, I've picked some real great people on my team and you need to follow their lives because it was a reason why I picked them because they all doing individually great things. And together we're the power Rangers show my shirt. You know what I'm saying? Together anointed radios, the power Rangers. I'm getting a shirt like that. It's going to be dope. The anointed Rangers. Amen. So with that being said i want everybody to make sure you follow my cousin mr church mr calhoun out there in duval county where he is doing great things he got artists he got all these great things we didn't talk about everything but hey it is what it is he's even on the tv show for in the mix the cypher uh cc uh ch christian hip-hop um cypher where you can see it on roku tv and um He's he's the host for it. He actually just got from last night's show 2,000 2, viewers that was just watching it on uh, Roku TV. is going up. is blowing up. We're about to have the cipher during iHeartRadio here in Las Vegas, where Las Vegas is number one gospel station is anointed radio. Come on, Viva. That's what it is. Nobody's challenged me on that yet because nobody's not around because I'm the <laughs> only one. Amen. Praise God. Just accept Amen. it and grow with us. Amen. I don't know why that hit me in the spirit, but sometimes it's better to just be able to support than trying to compete. Yeah. Because you never know when you might need somebody and they're going to remember the spirit of competitiveness that you had with them instead of support when somebody was going through something. So with that being said, Mr. Church, we thank you for coming on Anointed Radio, Las Vegas' number one gospel station. We, if Anything that you do, well, you my kinfolk, so, you know, I, I got you. Anyway. Like. Anything that we can do at Anointed Radio, let us know. We'll definitely support. We'll, when when Breaking came out, because that's on fire. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm putting out there a preview, Breaking. I mean, it, it was fire. I was in there like jamming, like, hey, Breaking, hey. But anyway, when your so- new songs come out, make sure that you let us know because we'll yes, definitely sir. promote it. And if y'all don't know, if y'all been watching Anointed Radio, PK, Mr. New York, that's in Florida. And then we got Mr. Church. And then you got the Bay Area Pastor Jay out there. We about to come out with a song to hit y'all over the head with. Oh, okay. okay. I didn't even know that. See? Throwing it out that. there. Calling to existence, manifestation, you know, from clients to this, my year to my team rep, Jesus. It's all focus. I need that shirt. My team rep, Jesus. Yes, I need a my team rep, Jesus shirt. We gonna Every sure. time he says it, it is stuck in my head. Like, ugh. <laughs> it's, it's actually the intro for my t- for my TV show for my for my Ro- uh, Roku show. It's actually the intro for for uh, my show, my team girl Jesus. And if y'all saw him in San Diego, they was asking. Uh, hey, Mr. Church, I need an outro though. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> this might to be the outro. See, I'm gonna write this. Yeah, there you go, Jesus. And because this it's my year. It's my year. You yeah, know. there it goes. Oh, I can see you break it. I can see you break it and see if break you like that. Hey. Okay. All right. I need to stop. Amen. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. We thank you, Mr. Church, for coming on the show. Thank we y'all. really, truly 
appreciate you, you for coming on the show, but it's about that time. And about that time, we're going to go ahead and put my 90s Martin music at the end. And make sure that you go ahead and download the Anointed Radio app. Uh, make sure that you follow us on all social media platforms. If you did not know, now you know we are on all podcast platforms. I've actually just had, I think I'm going to do a class because I get so many people saying, how did you get on podcast platforms like Pandora, iHeartRadio, and, and all these good things set title? Well, I'm going to charge you in a few minutes. They keep on asking me that because I'm like, well, I'm just saying, y'all ask me all these questions. Got to go to class. The game is to be paid. Not, I'm just saying. Never mind. Hey Amen. <laughs> what that mean? Um, uh, not gay. It's not to be gay. I know. I, I had to stop myself. God got on me. I almost got a whooping. Amen. So with that being said, make sure you download the anointing. Man, I know. <sighs> Amen. So make sure you follow us on the podcast platform. We're on our high radio, Apple podcast, Spotify. And we just was just put on a new blog for the top 100th Christian podcast and the top 60 podcasts for gospel. So I'm hey. posting that we're, we're coming up in the world. We did get the communicator award. We're nominated in a few other places. We coming up, Anointed Radio. Las Vegas is number one. The place where people just thought that Vegas was only known for the Stellars. Now they know you can know about Anointed Radio. So with that being said, make sure you follow us on the podcast platform and rate us a good old five. And tell all your family, your friends, download the Anointed Radio app. Follow us. Love, love on us. We're your Christian brothers and sisters where you could be able to hear gospel and something to be enlightened because our mission statement is that unity brings change. And if the body of Christ came together, how much change could we make together instead of going against each other? Cause iron sharpens iron plastic doesn't sharpen anything. It breaks with that being said, that's it. Y'all bye y'all. Bye. Bye y'all. Bye y'all. I'll hit y'all later. All right, Pastor Jay. Thank you, man. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all.